All right, so now that the emotions have died down, I figured it was time to give a spoiler-filled review of Captain Marvel. So basically, you don't have to go see it in the theater. You can wait for it to come out on uh, streaming or whatever, but don't waste your money on this. Sorry, don't waste your money. So here is the spoiler-filled review. So the movie starts out where it's like flashbacks of something's going on. So it's basically an amnesia case where she doesn't know who she is. But guess what? The writers didn't know either because she's kind of like uninteresting other than a couple flashbacks of her like singing karaoke and doing a couple other things with her best friend who's supposed to be the real Captain Marvel, by the way. Her name is like Maria Rambo, and in, in the 1980s was a, like the best Captain Marvel they ever had. But Captain Marvel's been rebooted nine times in the comics, so that's a bad sign right there. Anyway, so back to the movie. So she's got blue blood. Oh, what's going on? And then she wakes up. Oh, it was all a dream. You're like, oh, God, here we go. And then you know Jude Law's like, get out of bed. Let's go you know, practice. Or she wanted to practice because, you know, she's the strong one, stronger than all. And so they're practicing. And you know, first of all, you got to – her character is so annoying. So I'm everybody. I'm the best. I'm better than you. You're never going to be good as me. And uh, she's a very unlikable character. I don't know if that's the actors coming through or if it's just the, the movie that wrote her that way. But whatever. Anyway. And then he's like, you need to go talk to the Supreme Intelligence, who was Annette Benning, And uh, she goes, I'll take the form of some lady. And then that's what, you know, the whole plot of the movie is like, who is the lady she sees? Because the in- Supreme Intelligence takes the form of whoever you most admire or some shit like that. And then, uh, well, by the way, Supreme Intelligence is like a really cool thing in the Marvel comics. But, uh, you know, let's, let's crap on that. Uh, couldn't uh, convey that to film like Galactus or, you know, some cool, they did Thanos just fine. What if Thanos was just some, you know, guy in his suit or something? Don't get me started on DC, what they're doing with the, the guy who's playing, um, in the next suicide squad, Ewan McGregor, he's doing, uh, the skull face guy, but he's just wearing glasses, no skull face. Anyway, back to the movie. So where are we? Okay. So the Supreme intelligence is like, Oh, you got to go do stuff or something. Find your inner chi. Oh yeah. You, you're, you're a, uh, you're a warrior now. So she's in the team with the warriors. And I think she's the leader already because you know, she's the best ever. And then they're, they're going to go find these, uh, the scrolls. And I'm like, Oh, you know, the, my whole thing with this movie is the redeeming was the scrolls were going to be awesome. Cause the secret invasion, that is a great graphic novel. If you ever get to read it, uh, you know, they infiltrate everything. They're bad guys. They're bad guys. Not in this movie. Oh, I'm sorry. Spoiler. So they go to infiltrate, they go to attack scrolls and they were like, you know, set up and it's a big ambush. And then, um, she gets kidnapped or whatever. And, uh, they're trying to like f- figure out stuff in her brain and find flashbacks and memories. They're trying to find out who Annette Benning is because that's the big plot hole, plot, the plot, whatever she escapes because she's the best and she's the greatest ever and nothing can stop her ever. She is the definition of a Mary Sue character. I just, I gotta tell you, she is like unstoppable. Nothing is wrong with her. She's the best thing ever. She is Ray from star Wars times 10. There's like no, um, tension or suspense in the movie. Cause you know, she's going to kill everybody on screen because she's the best ever. Oh my God. She's the greatest. Woohoo. So <sighs> yeah. Part one. Okay. So she, 
as crash lands into the blockbuster and then at this point it's like 90s retro nostalgia you'll love it yeah and then she comes out and you know she's she's a badass still because she's you know the best ever the best superhero character ever and um so what is it okay so then i guess yeah you get nick fury and uh agent colson show up and um they're like who are you super space lady and she's like i'm the best ever and then she's like scrolls because the scrolls came out you know crash landed too in the ocean i guess they don't even really show that part and then they're like let's turn into surfers because we see surfers and then they're like attacking her at blockbuster area and then she chases them on a train and nick fury and them are chasing to find out what's going on and then she kills the guy on the train it's you can tune in and out of this movie and you're not missing anything um i don't know if she killed the guy on the train or just beat him up or whatever but then she catches uh, she i think she just yeah she loses nick fury and agent colson and they're trying to catch up with her yeah because agent colson turns out to be a scrawl that uh tried to kill nick fury and then nick fury like got out of it and then but you know his eye got hurt but not scratched not not to the point where he needs an eye patch oh god anyway then so then she does a terminator two thing she there's an evil man on a bike a motorcycle who's like hey sweetheart hey honey you go to smile and she steals his bike and uh, his clothes and stuff because you know terminator and then she goes to the bar she's trying to retrace her steps to her memories she goes to this bar and um nick fury finds her there and then there's like the whole talk and stuff and there's a street fighter 2 machine in the back because nostalgia and then they're just talking like who are you and she goes i'm the bestest super thing ever and He's like, okay, well, I'm going to help you find what you need to find. I want to know what Project Pegasus is because it's a plane picture in the bar. And he goes, oh, I'm you know, from S.H.I.E.L.D. It'll take you there. And they go to a giant warehouse. And this is, all this is just boring as hell, by the way. And then they go to this giant warehouse where the the, the people, the government, are like, well, we don't trust S.H.I.E.L.D. because the you're looking for Annette Benning, And at this point, we know that she, you know, she died. So this is all like some kind of weird thing that you're here. We're going to lock you up. And then they put him in a holding room. And then they escape. All this is done like he, he, he forges a fingerprint on a piece of tape. And then they walk down some hallways and she's talking a lot and it's boring as hell. They meet the cat. Oh, the cat. It's like everybody loves the cat. You know, the cat is a CGI tentacle thing at some point because the whole joke is that it's like a Flurgan, which is like some other alien and scrolls are scared of it. That's it. The cat isn't that great unless you're really big cat people. And this movie's made for cat people. So anyway, then let's see. They're at the warehouse. They find the cat. It's so forgettable. And then they, they escape or something. And then, oh, yeah, the scrolls, the, the main scroll guy shows up who's the, I think his name's Tim Matheson or something like that. He's the guy from Ready Player One. He's the bad guy. And when he's a scroll, he's speaking with his thick Australian accent or whatever. It's actually under the rubber mask. It's kind of hard to understand him. But whatever. Um, so I think he's, is he bad or good at that point? I don't know. He's talking to them. I think they turn, I don't know. Anyway, no, he's not bad yet. I mean, he's not good yet. So anyway, then she, they find their way over to Maria's, or yeah, Maria Rambo's house, where you know she's a single mom because you know men are evil, and um, they she likes teaches her more of her backstory. Meanwhile, Jude Law is trying to find her, uh, you know, because he's in cahoots with the Ronan, the Accuser from Guardians of the Galaxy, with worse makeup for some reason. I think he had, like, battles paint on in the first one. That's why Guardians works. I don't know. Guardians is so much a better movie. Anyway, so then 
let's see, she's in the house with Maria, and then they're like talking and stuff, and then the scrolls show up, and the scrolls are like, "Hey, we're good. We're just we're refugees. You know, we're just trying to escape the evil oppression of the Cree race." And then they're like, "Oh, scrolls were good this whole time, even though they might have killed a bunch of people before, and they infiltrate and kill and whatever. It doesn't matter now because we're changing the story because they're poor, poor refugees." Yeah. So. Then they find out Annette Bedding was making a giant space core thing. And that was what the test plane was for because evil men wouldn't let them do anything else. So they're flying airplanes for test laboratory stuff or whatever. But uh, it crashes. And uh, oh, it's, in, the, in the flashback, you find out that it was evil Jude Law that was trying to get that core. But then she was like, you can't have the core because I'm better, faster, stronger. And she shoots the core and absorbs all the power because she's the best ever. She's superhero Mary Sue. So now she's Ultra Woman. I mean, Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel, whatever, Shazam. And um, that's how she became that. But she, apparently she forgot it all because, oh, yeah, she so she absorbed it all. And they're like, let's take her with us. And we'll, we'll you know, play with her mind and make her one of our own or something because she's got all the power. She's got the power. So... And this is like terrible storytelling, by the way. So meanwhile, Nick Fury isn't anything like the Nick Fury you've seen in any of the other movies at all. He's like a badass in all the other ones. He's basically Samuel Jackson playing his, you know, motherfucker, you know, role in every other thing. But here he's just goofy sidekick, goofy sidekick to Brie Larson. I mean, Captain Miss Marvel. So and then, you know, he's like, I love this kitty cat. And then the cat turns out to be, you know, has tentacles and eats things and eats the Tesseract or something at some point. Where did the Tesseract come into play? I don't remember. Uh, oh, yeah, because I haven't gotten there yet. So they find the scrolls are good. They all go up to She goes, oh, well, there's a secret lab up in space. But first she has to play with the little girl and uh, adjust her costume colors like it's a makeup kit. And then once she gets the magic colors and everything's wonderful, they fly into space because the scrolls can, you know, superpower a jet to be space compatible because the plot needed that. So then they fly into space to the space laboratory where all the scrolls were hiding because they're happy families of scrolls. They're refugees. They're just trying to escape the evil Cree people. Uh, yeah. So then where are we at? Yeah, that's where they had the Tesseract and they put it in a Fonzie lunchbox and then the evil Jude Law crew shows up to try to get him. And then um, she's so, you know, Captain Marvel, so magical and powerful and knows all her powers and she can fly when she needs to and forget when she needs to. You know, it's such convenience writing. It's just the worst. There's uh, You don't care. It's Mary Sue writing. Mary Sue writing. So what happens? She saves the day, kills everybody. Then the Kree show up with the spaceships and they're going to like blow up Earth and stuff. And she stops all the missiles because she's better, faster, stronger than anything ever, ever. And this is where it's so awesome. Um, Running the accuser is like she's floating right above the ship, just her. And she took all her missiles out. And he's like, send out all the ships. And she blows up all the ships. And she's like, I'm so badass. You can't hurt me. And he's like, we must leave. We'll be back, though. For the core, sir? No. The woman. Ugh. just in case you didn't think this movie was a political agenda thing in the first place. So then the, he leaves, she goes back and then the, you know, the, with the spaceship and everything, uh, the scrolls go with the lab and fly away to happy land because they're happy refugees. And, um, you just don't care at this point. But anyway, they all uh, land and uh, Nick Fury gets scratched by the kitty cat. The cat goes meow and scratches his eye and he goes, oh, I don't need to fix that. And that's where his eye patch came in because that's not stupid. And then 
so then she's like, you know, here's my pager. I know how to make pagers awesome now because, you know, I'm better, faster, stronger, and the script demands it. So she gives him the pager saying, if you need me, I'm going to be flying around in space or something. They don't even explain where she goes. There's, in an interview, Samuel Jackson said she could time travel, which was a lie because he was just, you know, playing with uh, fans and stuff. But that would have made more sense than just she just leaves and comes back. They don't explain anything. You don't even know who she is as a person, really. You don't care. She's a shoehorned Mary Sue. Pure and simple. So anyway, then if you want your post-credit scenes, you got um, uh, the Tesseract comes out of the cat. The cat pukes up the Tesseract because it ate it. And then um, the other one is like all the – and this is what the, the saddest part. All the Avengers are there going, we're so doomed because, you know, Thanos won. What are we going to do? And then they're like, can we get the pager to work? Oh, the pager stopped working. Oh, man, we're just – we can't do anything without without Captain Marvel, who we don't even know of yet. And then she just shows up behind them, and she goes, where's Fury? And they're like, oh, thank God, Mary Sue's here. And so that's the end of the movie. So that's it, dude. That is Captain Marvel. That is my quick spoiler-filled review. The scrolls are useless now. They've had destroyed everything that was possibly good in the Marvel Cinematic Universe in less than a two-hour time span by a shoehorning a Mary Sue poor, poor written story. Everything up to this point had worked. This is just dropped the ball. It just they they nuked the fridge. That is the term. They have they shit the bed. It's over. It's over, Johnny. So. There you go, spoiler-filled version of my review for Captain Marvel. Please, please, please. If you've got to see it, got to see it at home, you can take bathroom breaks. You can do other things. You can fast-forward if you want to. Don't waste your time in the movie theater. That's not, you know, it's just uh, political agenda movies, you know, stuff like that. It just doesn't, we don't need it. So, anyway, guys, that is it. Talk to you later. Bye.